beautiful liars. Hi. It's your girl, Malika. And it's me, Sharina. And we're Bag of Lies. We are. We're the podcast that explores identity and community through the lens of the harmless white lies. We also. Yeah. Keyword. Harmless. We leaving all that nefarious nonsense in 2019 because it's 2020 and we back with that new, new. Hello. New year. New me. New lies. Oh, she got some new lies. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we're excited to be back, y'all. And today we have the most excellent episode because this is the month of black excellence. It's Black History Month. Woo! Snaps, 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 snaps. We're going to explore the little black lies that black people tell for the cause, for the culture. Mm -hmm. And today we have the grumpiest guest. (laughs) We love him. We love him. We got Davis Sullivan, otherwise known as Sully. Sully is many things. He is an editor, a storyteller, a black man navigating a white world. He hails from Hampton, Virginia, but has lived in D.C. and now resides in San Francisco. His claims to fame are having a LinkedIn recommendation from rapper LL Cool J, a real thing that you can see if you go on his LinkedIn, and being the grumpiest black man on the West Coast. Thank you. Those are the those are the accolades that I was really hoping you would cover. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Honestly, that's kind of what's up. LL Cool J shout you out. Like that's kind of like you know a really good co-sign. I feel like. Yeah. When did you work with him? You know, it was uh, it was the spring of '95. <laughs> um, I believe. It Wait, was... was it really? No, it wasn't, Sharita. Yeah, I was. I was. Uh, well, I don't know. I was a young, spry, fifteen-year-old. You know, not even 15 yet, I don't think. No. And, uh, yeah, he needed someone to uh, go get him coffee or something, so I did that. It was great. Really? Wait, this is a real thing? No. (laughs) See, he almost got me. I knew this. I knew I shouldn't have fell for this. Wait, so what happened? Nothing. That was actually an old co-worker who created an LL Cool J LinkedIn back in, like, I don't know, 2012. Oh, my gosh. All right. And she went around just, like, uh, recommending all of us. So <laughs> it was, I'm sorry, LL Cool J, if you're listening to this, but you're on LinkedIn. I'm sorry. <laughs> Honestly, what a flex. Also, you're already starting with the lies right out the gate. Right? <laughs> I don't care about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, so let's roll straight into lies of the week. Malika, what did you lie about this week? <sighs> I've actually been on a light lying spree, Sharina. Yep. Yep. I know. New year, new you. New year, new me, okay? Earlier this week, I was on, you know, the bus. You know, your girl, she trying to be smart with her finances. She take the bus now, you know? Okay, financial goals, hello. Mm-hmm. And I was on the bus, and, you know, we get to the next stop after picking me up, and, you know, a much older black woman with dreads gets on, and she immediately makes eye contact with me. We and, know what's happening oh, next. Oh, we know what's happening next. She wants to talk. And sure enough, she saunters on over and sits down right next to me. She's going to talk. On the bus. And what did she do? She proceeded to talk. Oh, we knew it. <laughs> you know, she starts with, I love your dreads. And you know what? I was like, I like your dreads too. They were actually very nice for, you know, an older black woman. You nice. know, not a lot of grays. They were still look thick. Then she proceeds to start carrying on a conversation. And uh, honestly, I literally could not hear her. So then I had to do that thing that you do where you pretend to be involved in a conversation, but you're really just like paying attention to body cues. Mm -hmm. And I pretended to have a whole eight minute long conversation because that's how much time I had left on the bus. That is so long. So long. And I kind of feel bad about that. 
because she was actually saying some interesting stuff. She was talking about like black culture and black women and hair and all this stuff, but I could barely hear her. And I I just didn't have it in my heart to be like, ma'am, ma'am, please, please, please speak up. I, I, I can't hear you. I, I just don't know what you're saying. Um, and so I feel like I was like a lying participant in this conversation that I was having with her. But honestly, though, shout out to this lady. I hope I see her on the bus again because she was saying some fun and interesting things of the stuff that I could hear her talk about. <laughs> Because, you know, it was rooted in, like, you know, supporting black people and, and black hair and black women and supporting, like, our beauty and stuff. But I, I really could barely hear you, ma'am. But, you know, it's on par for this month and the celebration of black excellence. So, yeah. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Shout it from the mountaintops. That's black History Month. <laughs> but really, it should be black history all year round. Yes. Because we are part of American history. We are. We, we helped build this country. We did. So, yeah. That's what that lady was trying to make but happen. Yeah. She wanted to talk more about black stuff. I was like, yeah, but I just couldn't hear you. Speak up. So, Sharina, what did you lie about this week? So, I actually lied to our executive producer, Bob Cohen. So <gasps> Shocker. <laughs> I know. When he hears this, he will be pleasantly surprised to know that I also lie to him. Um, so, Bob and I went to my favorite bakery in San Francisco and uh, I very loudly announced to the lady who was working there and also to Bob that I was going to get a pastry for me and I bought a slice of chocolate cake for my roommate now here is the lie I bought it for myself my brand is like very anti-chocolate because I quit chocolate a few years ago and I was very proud of myself and occasionally I do still dabble, but I try really hard not to have witnesses so that no one knows that I dabble. I'm upset. <laughs> why? I'm upset. You know why. What? Because you have told me you are anti-chocolate. Okay, but like you absolutely have seen me eat chocolate before. I have not. No, no, ma'am. Seriously. She has lied to me about this chocolate nonsense, too. Oh, okay. No. Sully, has she lied to you? No, I've never heard this, but... <laughs> Um, yeah. I'm also really disappointed in you. Oh, <laughs> Do better, Sharina. I'm sorry. Don't lie to El Babo. I know. I know. Not to the B.O.B. I know. Do better. I know. But yeah, so uh, yeah, so that was my, my lie of the week. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, Babo. Sully, what did you lie about this week? Any fun lies for you? <laughs> I know what Sully lies about. Oh. oh. Call him out. Sully lies through his Apple Watch, y'all. Uh oh. What? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I'm calling you out. I know I know about you, Sully. What do I, what do I lie about on my Apple Watch? There's no way you're doing like 800, 900 calories every workout. There's no way. I don't believe it. You wanna get on the elliptical beside me for the I have hour? been on I have been on the elliptical beside you. So for the listeners, me and Sully are now following each other on Apple Watch. And Sully is an Apple Watch bully. Every time I work out, he'll be like, uh, nice jog, Malika. And I'm doing the best I can. You know, I got weak lungs. I got a bad knee. I'm trying to just, you know, be active and mobile, you know? Good for you. Yeah, good for you too, Sully. Keep on lying on your Apple Watch. You know, that's what comes out at the end of the workout. I just, I guess I just work out harder than you, you know? But I have definitely lied on the Apple Watch before. Like where I've walked into work, but then I'll just put on... um put it on mixed cardio or a high intensity workout but <laughs> oh I'm just walking gosh. into work see I knew it I'm on to you Sully I'm on to you I have done that I haven't done it in a while because like I'm back up in mobile because mm -hmm. brother's got a torn meniscus so I was taking it easy for a while 
Well, now you know. Sully lies on his Apple Watch. Well, no. Not anymore. <laughs> I'm about transparency on Apple Watch. This is me moving forward in the 20s. Okay. All right? All right. Also, can we just start referring it to as the 20s? I felt like you've been trying to make this a movement for a while, and I don't know if I'm ready for the 20s. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to make the 20s happen. Guys, get on board. Wear a suit every day. <laughs> And it'd be better if it's if it's the same one with just a different tie every day. Oh, is, you know? it, is this a, what you're gonna make happen? Hat. Is this what you're gonna make happen? I'm gonna have a movement of uh, just a lot of black guys in double-breasted suits. Lovely. All right. Well, on to in the bag. First news story: We have Thomas Markle, who is obviously Meghan Markle's dad, has admitted to lying about Meghan and Harry to the press, and he's also lied to Prince Harry because he is a royal liar. So, in a documentary that was recently released in England, Thomas Markle admitted that he had lied to Piers Morgan about his interaction with Meghan after missing the wedding. So, it was a big scandal that he didn't show up to the wedding, and so he kind of tried to save face a little bit by saying that he had spoken to Meghan and Harry after the wedding and had assured them that he was fine and that they should go on their honeymoon to Mexico, but they had not spoken at all, and he's just trying to get good dad points. Mm. Is that all he lied about? So, in addition to that, I don't know if you guys remember, but around the wedding time, he also got photographed in Mexico with, like, a giant book about England, and then he staged a bunch of pictures of him getting fitted for a suit. When he talked to Harry about it, he lied and said, no, the pictures were real, and I was getting fitted for a hoodie, not a suit. You can get a fitted for a hoodie? Exactly what I was about to say. Who gets fitted for a hoodie? A hoodie is not meant to fit. Okay, sir? What type of nonsense is this? Yeah, no, it's athleisure. So I don't know what he was talking about, but those are the lies that he has said and he has now come clean and got it off his chest. Ugh, this man is so trash. I'm sorry for Megan. But also shout out to Megan and Megxit and being like, I quit this family and forget all y'all. And I wish she could just say, I quit this family to her dad and um his other trash relatives who are always like trying to slander her in the garbage tabloids. Like, why do, the, why do people always try to bring her down when she's not trying to bring anybody else down? I literally don't know because she's so cute and I just love her and I don't understand why the British media and also her entire family is just like, wah, 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 wah. I know. Leave the Duchess of Sussex alone. Shout out to Meghan moving over to Canada and leaving behind the garbage that she was encountering, you know, in the UK. Get it, get it, girl. Yeah, with the trash tabloids and the racist coverage and the outdated monarchy with their nonsense. She's like, I don't need y'all money. We gonna be fine. We gonna make our money on our own. Me and my man, we good. We got baby Archie. We gonna be out in these streets doing all right. Mm -hmm. You know, so whatever. You don't need your dad either, Megan. He's trash and he needs to get out my bag. Goodbye. You keeping this in your bag, Sharina? No, Mm ma'am. This is nonsense. Mm -mm. I mean, who gets fitted for a hoodie? (laughs) I would never have believed that lie anyway. Mark Zuckerberg. (laughs) Yo, actually? You know what? I would believe that. I could see that. I could see that. I can totally see Mm -hmm. that. Okay, I take that back. Yeah, you're right. Mark Zuckerberg probably gets fitted for his hoodies. He probably does. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So next lie in our bag, we have a woman in the UK who lied about having a terminal illness to elicit sympathy from the police after she got caught doing 95 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Tell me more. All right, so here's what happened. Sarah Fiona Hillier 
was caught speeding by a mobile speed camera because they're illegal over in the UK. And so she received a notice of prosecution in the mail. And initially she claimed that her ex-husband had been driving the car, but that sounded kind of fishy. So the police brought her in to talk to her. And when she was being questioned by the police, she showed them a letter that was like purportedly signed by a consultant from like a local healthcare provider. And then in the letter, it said that she had been diagnosed with terminal cancer and was undergoing treatment. Yikes. Yeah. What does that have to do with speeding? Uh, The people want to know. We literally have no idea. So the police investigated that because that seemed fishy too. And then they found that she had forged the letter. She wasn't a patient of the healthcare provider of which the letter that she had even supplied. And then they sent her to jail for eight months. Whoa. All of this. She did all of the shenanigans just to get out of a fine. Yep. She's just eight months? Yeah. No, this is so ridiculous. Like, was it worth it? Sarah Fiona Hillier, Mm. was it worth it? No. 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 Oh my gosh. This is nonsense. People do not commit crimes to try and get out of paying fines. Bars. Yeah. This is such a hot mess. First of all, you lied the first time and got caught in it, right? Mm-hmm. So what made you think that you can come back with a crazier, wilder lie that has nothing to do with the speeding ticket mm-hmm. and think that the police were going to buy it? And you, you don't want to lie about having terminal cancer, girl. Why would you even put that in the universe? You don't want to get diagnosed with that. Like, that's kind of crazy. And just so far when you could have just paid the fine. And then she put in the forgery note that she got this diagnosis from a healthcare provider that she doesn't even go to. Of course they're going to investigate. They already investigated you once. Like, what's what's really good? Also, that's so sloppy. Why not just have the healthcare provider that you actually have so at least they have some kind of record of your health? This is just nonsense. Absolutely. <laughs> Would you have paid the fine? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. It's not worth it. Was eight months worth it, Sarah? No. I mean, she got a cot and a um, three square meals a day, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so really quickly, last one. And this is kind of relevant. Yeah, it is. Um, so a police officer lied about having pig written on his coffee cup. The police officer, who was from Harrington, Kansas, thought that it would be a good idea to fake the pig insult and then report it to the police chief so that's what he did he went to mcdonald's he got a cup of coffee he wrote pig on it and then he told his boss and then his boss shared the incident on facebook and then it got picked up by the news outlets and then once the news outlets started doing a little digging they contacted the mcdonald's for the footage and there was no footage because the employees didn't write anything and then he had to admit that he faked the story and then he had to quit his job yikes yikes (laughs) I mean, anything for attention, you know? Like, people need attention these days. You gotta pay attention to them. But this is the wrong type of attention. Do you think he woke up with this in his heart, this, like, big light energy, being like, I'm gonna tell a crazy lie today? Well, he's, you know, he's a cop that uh, probably feels like people are out to get him or they don't like him because he's a cop. And Kansas is not one of those places I like to stop in, so... I mean, here's the thing. This actually happened, though, in another uh, state over. It did. Oh, it wasn't in Kansas? Oh, no. So, like, this incident was definitely fake. But um, a few months prior, an actual police officer had gotten a cup handed to him. I think it was at Starbucks that had, like, pig written on it several times. So it's kind of like a copycat, but then also it's kind of like... I do really think he just woke up one day and he was like, I got big lie energy today and I just got to spend it on something. 
Who wakes up with big light energy like that? Moi. You wake up with big light energy? Of course I do. Oh, Sharina, we got to talk about some stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, do you ever wake up sometimes you're like, oh, I got to lie on my spirit? No. Is this, is this your form of therapy? <laughs> <laughs> right? The people need to know. Are you just getting out this like in the airwaves like just because <laughs> no. you can? You know, it is my ministry. <laughs> this is so silly, though. Like, sir, you you lied about something that you didn't think would be investigated. I mean, come on, you're a police officer. Police people investigate. Why would this be any different, you know? Of course people are going to review the footage to see, did this really happen and who did it, mm-hmm. you know? There's going to be some repercussions. So I don't know why he thought he could get away with it from a McDonald's, no less. Like, no, sir. Yeah. Why, like, call out people from McDonald's? They don't get paid enough for that crap. Right? They don't deserve it. So what do we think, guys? Are we going to keep this in the bag or get rid of it? I'm down to keep it. I think it's kind of harmless and silly. I mean, it harmed him, but it ain't harming nobody else. I mean, yeah, you now you look like Boo Boo the Fool. Sorry to you, sir. But it's it's like it has this air of like white supremacy mm. to it. Like like oh like just putting out fake news to say like oh like Blue Lives Matter. It has like it has something reminiscent and connected to that. So I'd say it's not in my bag. Oh, fair point. He probably votes for Trump. I'll get it out my bag, too, now. Mm, you're right. Thanks, Sully. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, guys, so let's talk about it. It's Black History Month. We should talk about, you know, some things that have happened in, you know, black history. Some lies. Some lies. Some black historical lies. Oh, like Martin Luther King? Yes, like Martin Luther King. Like, I really wonder, did he really have a dream? Or was he like, this might be a good construct for my speech. You know, like, I wonder about those things. But either way, I'm not mad at it. I mean, his dream is so far kind of working out. I mean, we got a lot of stuff to work on. But, you know, we making progress. We get in there. We're down to the microaggressions. So, you know, I mean, another 50, 70 years, you know, it might all, have this thing yeah. completely wiped out. Exactly. We might It might actually come true, his dream. We'll bring it to fruition. It's true. No. I mean, and like, honestly, even if it was a lie, good content. Yeah, great content. There was Rosa, too. Like, I'm sure she lied at some point. Like, maybe she wasn't tired when she was sitting on that bus. She was just ready to say, shake some things up. <gasps> I'm going to paint this picture for you. Go for it. Rosa Parks. She gets off of work. Mm-hmm. She's tired. Mm-hmm. She gets on the bus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they ride along and she's just enjoying that seat. And the bus driver goes, ma'am, you got to move. <laughs> Do you think in that moment in her heart, she was like, this is the moment. This is my time. This is when I start the revolution. Or do you think she was like, nah, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm not getting up out of the seat. Like, what do you think <laughs> Rosa Parks really went with? I'm sure she was mostly tired and she didn't want to get up. <clears throat> I would imagine that she was just like, nah, not today. I'm just... Uh... I'm a little wiped out, so I'm just going to stay here. Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> Sorry, brah. Imagine if she'd gone from like a more elaborate lie. Like, imagine if instead of saying, oh, I'm just tired, like she would have been like, I'm missing a leg. I can't stand up. <laughs> that would have been a mood. Yeah. But you know what? Either way, I'm not mad at it because now I don't have to sit in the back of the bus. Hello. Hey. Tell but you know what? I sit in the back of the bus. Do you? Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, I, I've definitely sat in the front before. So, you know, it's great to have options. Yeah, it is good to have options. But, like, I remember in high school, 
all the cool kids were in the back of the bus. Yeah. Yeah, that was high school. I was I was in the middle of the bus. I wasn't that cool. I wasn't that cool either. So I was more like in the front or the middle because in the back the kids would fight. So yeah. if you got too close, then like you'd just get hit. Yeah. Well, whatever it is, Rosa Parks, shout out to her because now we have a choice of whether we want to sit in the back of the bus or we going to sit in the front of the bus. Amen. Shout it out. Yeah. And for the record, we're not saying she's a liar, but we're just saying like who knows what really happened. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, like I bet Harriet Tubman told hella lies. Oh, she had to, bro. Mm-hmm. You work in the underground railroad. You can't be honest about things. What you going to be like? Oh, yeah. Me and these 10 people were just, you know, going down the street to go get milk. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't be honest about your real motives. That's true. Yeah, she probably had hella aliases and like all types of shenanigans going on. That's you true. know, she was she had to be hella sneaky. No, it's true. You're right. Yeah, Harriet Tubman had multiple names, including a stripper name. You know what? What? <laughs> what stripper name did Harriet Tubman have? Now you, now you lying. <laughs> Why are you lying on Harriet Tubman? What was her stripper name? What was her stripper name? Hmm. Okay, if I were Harriet Tubman and I had a stripper name, my stripper name would be Freedom Poe with multiple E's. Because you leading them to freedom? Hello. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Shout out to Harriet Tubman and her ancestors, y'all. <laughs> Shout it out. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sully, do you have any uh, fun, or like, can you think of any fun black history lies? You know, I was thinking about Malcolm X and how he said, by any means necessary, but I don't think he actually meant that. Yeah, I feel like he probably drew the line somewhere. What do you guys think are some lines that black people tell each other? I got Indian in me. Always. <laughs> I told that lie. Did you tell that lie too? I did. Oh my gosh. It's, it starts young too. You start telling it in like elementary school, middle school. It Everybody does. wants to be like the exceptional black person. Like, yeah. I got mm-hmm. Indian in me. I'm mm-hmm. special. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? It's on my grandma's side. Said that. Yeah. But I definitely have it in, in me. So. Oh. oh, I think I do too, for real, for real. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> I know. There's a mix of a lot of things, but I think there's definitely. If you look at my grandma on my dad's side, You'll be able to tell Mm -hmm. for sure. Some kids, uh, especially where I like, oh, everyone's from New York. Like, oh, I'm from New York. You know, like even in middle school or like, oh, you know, we moved down here from New York. I even said it once. Really? Yeah. I was like, I just want to be more interesting. Honestly. So as the kid who actually moved from New York to Florida people found me wildly fascinating as a child. Really? They'd be like, what part of New York? And I'd be like, Brooklyn. <gasps> what part of Brooklyn? Do you know Spike Lee? <laughs> Have you met Biggie? <laughs> like, that's what's Nas like? Die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was always a thing. It was a thing. Like, oh, that's really? Malika. She's from New York. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. it, honestly, it wasn't a lie. It was the real truth. I mean, yeah. Yeah, so I could see why kids did it. Yeah. I could see. I mean, it, it just, like, elevated you. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm not Coolness. regular smaggular like you clowns. I'm from New York. <laughs> I'm hard. <laughs> from the streets. <laughs> that's why I wear these Timberlands. Oh, my God. Okay, now you're trying to come for us, and that's not okay. Back to some of these, like, black lies that, you know, we tell as, like, black people. I also think there's, like, some degree of, like, lies that we, like, get away with because people have these assumptions about us as black people. That's true. Like, people always assume that every black person is an athlete. No. Not every black person is an athlete. I will speak for myself. I played tennis and I never won a game. I was trash. I did grunt like Serena Williams every time I served, but no, your girl is not an athlete. Okay, that's Mm-mm. fair. I, I always play liked... tennis. 
Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, were oh. you good? Uh, not at first. Like by the end of the first season that I played, I was seated number six. Oh. So I was I was on the come up. I was bad at tennis too. But because of Serena Williams and my name's Serena, it kind of worked out. I also lied a lot and said that I sing. Oh, I did that too. But it was not lying about it. I actually thought I could sing. Fair. So there was I. a period of my life from like 7 to 11 years old where I thought, this is it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to be a singer. <laughs> and then my sister was like, no. <laughs> no, sweetheart. You can't sing. You're you're actually quite bad. That's fair. My sister also did that. But my self-delusion went into like my teen years. Like I was in church singing solos at like 15. Yeah, yeah. that's a lie that everyone believes about black people, that we can all sing. I mean, I can hold a note. I can harmonize. I can do something, but I, I'm not a singer. I'm not Alicia Keys. A yeah. little some, some. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, like, I think that there's, like, funny lies that we can get away with, particularly with white people, because they just don't know things about us and how, our, like, our blackness works. Because, like, even with um, the lie that I've told about uh, my headscarf and how... Um, You're... Yeah. When what? Scooby Dooby. <laughs> exactly. Your babushka. Yes. <laughs> so, Sully, when white people have asked in the past what, like, what to call my headscarf, because sometimes they don't know, I just come up with a random name in that moment. Like, it, it's just a headscarf, but I'll be like, it's an Adubay. That's nice. I know. Do you have something similar? Have you ever just, like, lied to a white person with, like, a really ridiculous outlandish lie? I remember in fifth grade, uh, my best friend Bobby Fontaine. Yes, that's his real name. Ooh. That's a great name, Bobby Fontaine. I want to meet you. Hello. Shout out, Bobby. <laughs> um, yeah, like this kid was like trying to fight him, and like he said he knew karate, so he was like kind of beating up on my friend Bobby. But but I told him that like I was a black belt, so anytime like I tried to break in, he was like scared. So Ooh. That was that was pretty awesome. And he believed you clearly. Yeah. Nice. I would like kick in. Ooh. Like, really action style. <laughs> <laughs> it's a black boy with a black belt. Oh my gosh. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I love it. Do you guys think that like lies about race can ever truly be harmless? Yes and no. Okay. I think um, there are times, you know, in history that are proven, you know, that, you know, we have to lie for safety. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there it's not harmless. It's actually, like, benefiting yourself. Like, for real, like, Harriet Tubman could not really be out here telling people what she's really doing. She couldn't really tell her business. You know, she's out here saving, you know, 300 people and leading them to freedom. And then there are the ones that are harmless, like when you lie about your head wrap. Or if someone asks me about my dreads, how long I have them, and I tell them, like, oh, a year or a month just to mess with them. No, I've had these for five years, fool. Um... (laughs) You know, it's more like just getting at like their cluelessness about like my culture and them questioning me, making me feel uncomfortable. You know, it's harmless in that way. But um, I think there are instances where it could be harmful. Like, you know, the lie that black people tell about having Indian in them. It's like, why do we feel like we have to be more than just black? There's something, you know, underlying on that level of us, you know, elevating ourselves because we're mixed or we have something special, Mm -hmm. you know, in us, you know? Yeah, I can see that. That's why you got that good hair. Because <laughs> you got that Indian in you. Mm-hmm. Mm, but for the record, <clears throat> all hair is good hair, okay? True, true. Facts, facts, facts. Sully, what do you think? Do you think all lies about race can be harmless? Any lies? No, I think uh, my problem with it, like, even if you have these situations where people are coming up to you asking these questions, it, it just feels like, you know, 
wearing a zoo or something. Mm. Like, oh, like, you're black. Um, I'll ask you, like, am I doing this right? Or what is that? Like, what are you doing? Or you guys do stuff like this. It just kind of feels like mm-hmm. we're zoo animals. I mean, yeah, I... Uh... I don't know. I think, like, the biggest lie is white supremacy, obviously. The idea that, like, white people are better than everyone else. And I think every lie under that will, I guess, always just pale in comparison. So it's time for Who Lied? But this time we remixing it. Hello. We're doing a Black History Month edition where we're asking Sully which Black History icon told this lie. So... First one is this person was the first and only female Buffalo soldier. She lied and pretended that she was male for two years. And uh, then when a doctor discovered she was a woman, she was immediately discharged. What is her name? Oh, this is a good one. I don't even know her name. I don't know. (laughs) That's this is all new information. But this is interesting. I want to Google it. That's really interesting. Yeah. So uh, her name was Cathay Williams. Cathay. Yeah. Cathay. And in 1866, she became the first and only Buffalo soldier, female Buffalo soldier. That's dope. Yeah. Okay. So second one is uh, a musician. So he had a famous duck walk that originated in 1956 that he kind of made into a real dance when he attempted to hide wrinkles in his trousers by shaking them out um, with his leg, and then it kind of became his, like, signature move. Is that Little Richard? Nope. That's Mm. a good guess, though. Yeah, that was a good guess. That's a real good guess. Yeah, so it's kind of like a shaky leg dance. Like the stanky leg? Yeah, a little bit. Like like a duck walk dance. (laughs) Oh, who... Is it the guy who did the twist? No? I don't know who did that. I can't remember. Oh. Well, Come on, baby. And let's do the twist. That's Elvis, isn't it? No. no not originally. Mm-mm. Oh. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Chuck Mm-mm. Berry. Chuck Berry's the guy who did the duck dance. Oh. Yeah, with that, like, shaky leg dance. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, anyways, initially he was just trying to hide his wrinkles, and then it turned into a whole thing. Wow. So, I know. He a liar. Well, now we know. I know. Sully, thank you so much for coming and being on our show. We had a good time. Thanks for having me. Where can people find you and your lies on the internet? Um, If you Google David McNewton Sullivan, you can find me on the block. Ooh. And it's the block hot? <laughs> Super hot. <laughs> uh, you can go to my website or you can go to my gram. It's all justsully.com or my my handle on Instagram is just Sully. And you can also follow us. So we're on Twitter at Bag of Lies and we're also on Instagram at Bag of Lies underscore podcast. And slide into our DMs and tell us about the lies that you've been telling or you've heard out in the wild. Is it ever appropriate to drop in DMs? Like, I mean... Yeah, you can drop into our DMs. Yeah, with lies. We want to know. We want to know the lies. We do. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Great. All right. Well, we had a good show. We'll talk to you guys later. Bag of Lies is recorded at KGPC Radio with their generous support. And if you're in the Bay Area, you can now catch your girls on KGPC969.org every Monday from 6 to 7 p.m. Shout out to them. We love you guys. Our producer, Rachel Diaz, and our executive producer, Barbarang, Barbarino, Bob Cohen, El Bobo. 
Um, shout out to him. And our theme music is produced by Madly. And all opinions and foolish comments expressed here are by no means a reflection of our employers, our friends, our family, our upbringing. We did our best. Happy Black History Month, y'all. Happy Black History Month. Bye. Bye.